Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. And another huge thank you to Michael Anthony, who supplied the voice for the intro, Howard Finkel style. Here are the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show. Thank you so much, Mike, for supplying that here for the podcast. This is segment five of our uh, weekly week 11 pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're going to be talking class one, district eight. Let's not waste any time. Let's run down some scores from last week. And the 4-5 game of the district, it was Polo who beat the 4 seed Plattsburgh. 21-7 was the final there. And then East Buchanan, the 2 seed, was able to beat the number 7 seed North Platte. 48 to 14 was the final. And then West Platte, the three seed over Maysville, 28 to 6 was the final there. So, um, which brings us to the Class 1 District 8 semifinals. It's going to be the five seed Polo taking on the one seed Mid Buchanan Dragons. We're going to start our interviews with the number one team in the district and the number one team in the state, the Mid Buchanan Dragons, and their head coach, Aaron Fritz. And that's right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking Class 1 District 8 football. We got Mid-Buchanan Dragon head coach Aaron Fritz back with us. How you doing, coach? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm doing good. We got a week two of playoff football. We're here, and um, we're getting closer to the road to state. So, um, coach, um, I know you guys didn't have a game last week, unfortunately. So, um, what's, um, what were the things that you guys were able to do in practice? Like, um, how was practice and um, – what were some of the things you were able to work on last week? You know, I thought practice was really good. Uh, we, we told the kids that we wanted to go out there and be very intentional with what our plan was for the day. And we went out there, we, we got after it, we, we went hard, and, and I told them that I was setting a time limit. And once the time limit was up, we were done no matter what, whether the schedule said we were done or not. And the uh, kids handled that very well. We, we spent a lot of time, honestly, we focused on our conditioning. We tried to make sure we were in as good a shape as we could possibly be. Um, not that we were in bad shape, but you can always be better. And I thought the kids did a good job of buying into that. And we, we worked on practicing fast and, and did a little running and things like that. And then we just worked a lot on fundamentals and, and trying to get better at some things that we feel like are deficiencies for us. So um, very good week for, for what it was. It stunk that we didn't get a play, and it was hard to not prep and do something on a Friday night like a game. But – at the same time, the kids were very receptive and handled it well and did a nice job. Absolutely. Coach, uh, you do have an opponent this week as uh, Polo was able to defeat Plattsburgh last week. 21-7 to was the final there. So uh, you have Polo coming to Fawcett uh, this Friday night. Uh, talk about the Panthers as far as scouting reporting. Uh, what can we expect on Friday? Well, Polo, we played them in the first round of districts last year in the um, 1-8 game, and they, they just weren't. Um, super competitive last year, and, and they've been they've been pretty down the last couple of years. But I'll tell you what, man, Coach Ross has done a tremendous job with them. They already have a handful of wins this year, and they're just so much better than what they were. Uh, more physical, they play fast, they play hard all the time, they, they get lined up, they do little things right, and I think that's really made a big difference for them because they, they've had some really good players kind of roll through there the last couple of years, and, and they weren't finding a way to get it done. But Coach Ross has helped them get over that hump, and um, he should be very proud of himself. But the the kids for them, man, they play hard. They play fast. They're they're tough nosed. They they just give you a different look than what you normally see. We've seen about every offense I feel like this year. But then Polo comes in and gives us something completely different. They're going to give us some Maryland eye. They're going to give us some double tight wishbone. They're going to give us a 
a formation where basically 10 guys put their hand down in a three-point stance and the quarterback catches the ball and runs. I mean, it's just something you don't see. So um, it's a physical brand of football. And we're going to have to do a really good job on defense to make sure we're prepared. And then offensively for us, uh, they run a very similar defense to what we run. So we got to figure out a way to um, get better at facing that type of thing. We haven't seen that very much. And um, they play hard, they play fast, and do the little things right on defense. So it's just a much improved team from where they were last year at this time. And and uh, their coaches have to be very proud of where they're at. And, and we know we're going to have to go out and play well and play physical if we're going to give ourselves a chance to win. Awesome. I think it's I think it's going to be a good game. So, um, maybe can head coach Aaron Fritz. That's uh, that's Coach Fritz. Um, coach, I want to thank you um, so much for uh, coming on the show again and um, joining the podcast every single week. And I'm uh, talking about your football team, talking about your um, talking about your team, and uh, good luck to you and the boys against Polo. Cliff, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Coach Fritz, for joining the podcast. As always, uh, we do have a first-time interview, though, with Polo Panther head coach Kyle Ross. We get to know his story. He talks about his team this season and a look ahead to this week's game against Mid Buchanan. Here's our interview with Coach Kyle Ross right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing our preview this week of Class 1, District 8. We got Polo head coach Kyle Ross on for the first time. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing fine, Clifton. That's good. Good to hear, Coach. Um, best time of the year. So, um, Coach, uh, since you're a first-time guest on the show, uh, one of the things that we like to do is um, really get to know the coach, who Coach Ross is, and um, how you got into coaching, and um, how you got to polo. Well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm a Benton graduate, you know, at uh, 1991 there in St. Joe, and uh, I was fortunate enough to play for, you know, Coach Tabor and and uh, wrestled. And I, I wrestled my freshman year of college, um, ended up transferring back and went to Benedictine and played for another guy that's just one of the best humans on the face of the planet, Coach Wilcox, and, and uh, just very fortunate in my life to be able to do those things. And uh, after, after Benedictine, I spent um, the next uh, – Seven years coaching in Kansas. I spent five as a defensive coordinator at Action High there, so I stayed in town after Benedictine and, and uh, had a chance had a chance uh, to get out of Kansas and get back into Missouri. Um, Doug Miller, who is a you know a top ten tackler for Benedictine, he's the principal at East Buchanan now. He's probably one of the best principals I ever worked for. He uh, he hired me up at Rockport to try to rebuild a wrestling team, and I I worked at that. And um, my wife and I both went up, but coach and she's she's a successful coach, uh, and and we were there. Loved it there, loved our time there, and uh, had the opportunity. Robert Newhart uh, called and had us come down to Polo just to to look, and um, you know the next thing I know we were we were moving and. And uh, my wife's coaching softball there, and I was the, the new high school principal, and and uh, he is an experiment. Let's see if he can still coach. So we, after year one of being a principal, I moved me into the head coaching job, and I did that. Uh, I think eight years, and uh, then I stepped away because I became superintendent at Polo for two, and um, this year they asked me to step back in that role and um that's where we're at now i guess so very fortunate we live out in the country love it uh two kids one's a 
one's a seventh grader boy, um, and then I've got a little girl that's a second grader. Well, definitely sounds like you're very blessed, Coach. Um, let's talk about your uh, football team now. First, um, let's talk about your kids. And, um, you know, for um, people that haven't got an opportunity to see your team play, um, who would be some of the kids that they would hear about on Friday night? Well, I mean, we we obviously took over, took back over, and we hadn't they hadn't won, the senior group hadn't won a game in a thousand and eighty five days. So you know, we got that monkey off their back early in the season, um, and been and played pretty competitive when we've been healthy. And uh, you know, key guys, I mean, really hard worker. Cody Blackwell is a senior, and we had some injuries, and he was injured for a couple of games. Uh, so he's missed, he missed two full games with a high ankle. And uh, last week he just went over a thousand yards rushing, and I've had to plug him into the quarterback spot because of a couple of stuff things, and that's fine. People are used to me doing that with with some athletes we've had, and we decided that I was just going to get real simplified with what we were doing with him last week, and he he had uh, thirty two carries for two hundred and fifty plus yards in that game. Um, so you know probably. I should have been giving him the ball a whole lot more when he was healthy, maybe, but um, than he was getting. And so, so Cody, Cody's a good player, both sides of the ball. Um, you know, Gavin Fitzwater started a couple games for him when he was a freshman, defensive back, and he's he's a starter, he good contributor. He's gonna get right out of a vehicle. He qualified for the Class Two cross country meet. Got to run the state meet on Friday, and they'll get him there, I'm sure, right at game time um, to play. That's uh, Grant Mellon, really, really small lineman, plays plays really hard. He's our third leading tackler as a defensive lineman. He just gets after it all the time, you know. Um, we we have a lot of guys chipping in this year. Probably the one that a lot of people are talking about is uh, I've got a kicker that's pretty good named Killian Rourke. Um, I've never really had a, a kicker like, like this, but uh, his last five field goals have all been over 30 yards. He's five for five, so – um, he's a solid, he's a solid contributor. So we're starting to really make use of him. So, um, coach, um, let's talk about your guys' regular season. You know, obviously, um, you guys haven't had, you guys didn't have the best regular season, um, record, but, um, you were able to pick up a win last week against Plattsburgh in the playoffs. So that's definitely a plus to win a playoff game. So, um, coach, just uh, quickly walk us through, um, summarize your regular season. Well, like I said, um, I stepped away and, you know, just for, for various reasons, we, we didn't win a game in the, we didn't win any games JV or, or varsity level for, you know, over two years. And, uh, so it was trying to get, and then we had the summer that we had trying to, you know, deal with, with the pandemic. So you're not getting in the reps, you're not getting in some of the things you need to get back to, um, but but we had kids that were willing, so whatever we could do, we were trying to. And we opened the season with Plattsburgh, um, fumbled the first kickoff of the game, and they they went in and scored, and that's what we ended up losing by seven to nothing. So I thought, and we played well, we played competitively the rest of the game, so that was a positive. You know, week two, we went to Slater. Um, they've got a really good quarterback there in, in central part of the state, big lineman. Uh, I went for two with a minute, 28 left in the game. We lost by one, you know, just trying to get a win. And week three, we finally got a win. We, we controlled the, controlled the game against Maysville and I got a two score win 
in that game. Um, and played pretty competitively against Gallatin. Had a, had a lead against Gallatin. Uh, some of their their they got to us in the second half with a couple of turn. They had four turnovers, and they, they threw the ball really well. That game got away from us. Um, and you know, meat of our schedule: really good South Harrison team, uh, a lot bigger, more veteran players than us. Uh, we did some nice things in that game, but ultimately they just they were better. Um, Trenton probably our our most complete game of the year until this last one. Uh, and it was the last time that we were healthy, and we came out, and I, I think we pretty much controlled that entire game from the get-go. We scored on the second play out. Um, and then uh, the next week, I felt like we were prepared for Princeton, who's a, who's a really solid team. Coach Powell does a great job up there, and they got 14 seniors at a Class 1 school. It makes you know their life a little smoother this year. Um, third play of the game on defense, the Blackwell kid you know, went down, and that rattled us a little bit. And we kind of started to get back in, and then we, we had a couple turnovers, and that was the end of the game. Milan, really good team again. Uh, went up there shorthanded. I started three freshmen that game. So they just gained a lot of experience, and it just is what it is when you get in that position. Um, the next week, the Putnam game, uh, we really had some turnovers. It's it probably one of the worst games. You know, I've ever been involved in just we just didn't do things right. And the best thing about it was the fact that uh how our kids responded the next week. They knew it. They knew we wouldn't do things right. They knew that we we were so much better than what we showed. Um and they were glad that they had a chance to play again and, and last week against Plattsburgh we really played, you know, probably our you know, most complete game against against a solid team of the year. And that's what you want to do at the end, and that, especially if you're trying to rebuild um, a program into into what it was at one point not too long ago. And absolutely, definitely, it's definitely a plus step into what a playoff game, no matter what your regular season is like. Um, Coach, um, let's talk about this week. Um, that win against Plattsburgh last week gives you a date with the number one seed in the district, the number one team in the state, the BB Cannon Dragons. Um, just um. Just give your scouting report as far as Mid Buchanan, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Well, I mean, the Coach Fritz's Gator makes his neck look even bigger than it is. So there's there's one report. <laughs> but uh, they're they're just they're good everywhere. All all joking aside, they are they they are aggressive on defense. They're they're super quick. Uh, Jake does a really good job with them defensively. He did a great job when he was at South Harrison. He's a student of the game. Um, so defensively, they just flat fly around. They round and rally. They do that on special teams too. And then offensively, you know, just senior laden with guys that have been – they've been through it. They got thrown to the Wolves as freshmen, and they showed that they were going to be pretty decent. And then each year after that, boy, they, they really have shown that. They're just – they're just good. They're, they're fast. They're, they're – they, Great at great at bubble and jet, uh, lots of little tricky formations, lots of different little things like that. Um, try to get you out of position, use some speed. Uh, I don't know four state medalist wrestlers up on the front line, you know, so the good feet get after you. I know Creed Creed out in space is really hard to get off of him. Um, it, it's just going to be a super. It's just going to be a challenge. 
going to be a super challenge to do that. So, um, that's kind of, I mean, they're just, there's a reason why they're number one team in the state. And like I said, they're, I know, I've known their coaching staff for a long time. Coach Fritz coached for me. He was my defense coordinator, his first, his first teaching job out before he got that. So, so yeah, good people, good coaches. They take good care of their kids and he's got good kids right now. So. Well, Coach Ross, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Cliff Notes podcast for the first time, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. I appreciate it. We'll need all the luck we can get. Thank you so much, Coach Ross, for joining the podcast for the very first time. Other semifinal game in Class 1, District 8, is the number 2 seeded East Buchanan Bulldogs. They're going to be hosting the number 3 seeded West Platte Blue Jays. We're going to start out our interviews with East Buck head coach Dan Ritter, and that starts right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're continuing to talk Class 1, District 8. we got East Buchanan Bulldog head coach Dan Ritter with us. How you doing, Coach? Very good, sir. Well, Coach, um, you you were able to get a big win in the first round against North Platte, 48-14 to with the final. Just um, walk us through the game. Well, it started off pretty good like it did the week before. We happened to play the same team twice. And, and uh, well, we got up early on them the first time, and, and that kind of was the same way for this past week. We scored pretty quickly on just a couple plays. We took the ball, and uh, our defense really showed up. They made some big plays. We had a couple big turnovers. Our special teams did what they do best. And, and it looks like we're starting to turn the corner from when we had a couple losses early in the season. You can definitely tell we're we're getting better on the practice field and on the game field. So we're, we're excited where we're at, but uh, we got a tough opponent this week. Well, absolutely. Let's talk about that tough opponent this week. Uh, you guys are the number two seed in the district. You guys are playing the number three seed in the district, West Platte, who took care of business against Maysville last week. Um, talk about the Blue Jays as far as the scouting report, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Well, West Platte is, in my opinion, a different team this week if they have their quarterback back. Luke Hiley back in, I don't know, week five or six, broke his wrist. And I think this is the week that he's supposed to get back. And I'm not really sure if he's going to play or not, but, man, he makes their team a lot more dynamic in the pass game. And it looks like they have their stud receiver slash running back, Trent Taylor, back uh, as of last week, and he's getting more and more healthy. So so we're kind of expecting West Platt's best punch this week for sure. I, I feel like – they're going to come ready to play, and we better be ready to weather the storm. They have a lot of good players. they got a running back with over 1,000 yards uh, in Brandon James. And and uh, on defense, they fly around. they got some hard-nosed kids named uh, Finky up front on defense and, and on offense. Uh, they're they're pretty solid on the O-line and D-line. These kids, are they're good. So we're uh, not going to underestimate them for sure. Well, absolutely. I think this is going to be a very interesting district still. Um, I think it's going to be a great ball game on Friday. Um, Coach Ritter, I want to thank you so much again for your time every single week. Um, you come on this podcast and talk about your kids, talk about your football team, and um, it is very, very much appreciative, and good luck to um, you and your boys on Friday. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Thanks for covering us. And thank you so much, Coach Ritter, for joining the podcast, as always. And we got a second 
First time interview here as Wes Platt head coach Jim Newstead was very kind to join us on the podcast. Here's his interview as he talks about his story, his West Platt football team, and a look ahead to this Friday night against East Buck. That starts right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast talking Class 1 District 8 football. We got West Platt head coach Jim Newstead on for the first time. How are you doing, coach? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm getting ready for a district play. Best time of the year. So, um, Coach, um, one of the things that we like to do is um, first for first-time guests on the show is really get to know the coach a little bit. Um, who Coach Newstead is, um, where your coaching stops have been, and um, how you got to West Platte. All right. Uh, out of high, if I'll go way back all the way to high school if you want. Out of high school, I went to Coffeeville Community College, and I played there for a while, and I hurt my knee. And I ended up staying at Caulfield for one year and being the student coach and helping them. So from there, I went to Baker University. I tried to play again, and my knee just wasn't working. So I ended up being a student coach for them for three years. And then from there, I got hired at Cass Midway. That was my first teaching job. Cass Midway, I was there from 94 until 97. Uh, we won a state championship in 96 there when I was the old line coach there. So had a good time at Cass Midway. I met my wife. And I moved to Centralia High School from there. Spent 24 years at Centralia High School as a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, online coach. Uh, the last four years there, I was the head coach. So we were ha- lucky enough to win a state championship there in 2002. So I've had some pretty good football teams at Cass Midway and Centralia. Ended up at West Platte because the superintendent here, John Reinhardt, is one of my best friends. I coached with him at Centralia. Uh, there was an opening. We wanted to try to turn the program around, and everywhere I kind of been as a football coach and assistant, I kind of took over a program. So I really never had a chance to try to build something myself. And I got about five years to retirement. And I thought this would be a great opportunity, a nice little challenge, if I could build something here at West Platte. Well, coach, you guys are having a good season so far, um, coach. Uh, before we get into the schedule, let's talk about some of the players on your team. Um, for those who haven't seen your football team this year, um. Who would be some of the players that they would be hearing or seeing about on seeing on Friday night? Well, number five is Brandon James for us. He's our starting running back. He's the one that gets most of the carries. He's at 1,200 yards this season already. So uh, we, we give him the ball quite a lot. Uh, Trent Holmes, or sorry, Trent Taylor is my other running back. He, had, he was on pace for a, a good season, too. He was up to 600 yards, and he had an Achilles injury in the Lathrop game. And this is his first game back playing full go since the Lathrop game. So I'm kind of excited to see what he can do. Still kind of hobbling a little bit, but he is a threat. Uh, Luke Hiley, my quarterback, who went out in the Washington game with a broken radius, this will be his first game back. So we're kind of interested to see what Luke can do. Uh, it's been a while. Tanner Rowe will probably share some quarterback time with him. Tanner Rowe took over after Luke got hurt. So uh, I just didn't want to give Luke full reins on that. We're kind of going to gradually work him in and see how he does. So it'll be a two-quarterback system this week. Uh, on defense, number 61 for me is Lamar Henderson, who has six sacks, leads the team in tackles. He kind of plays nose guard, D-tackle, D-N. We move him around a bunch. He's 6'2", 220, and he's got a pretty good motor, and he's pretty quick. So uh, those are my main guys if I had to pick some guys out. So, so uh, Coach, let's talk about the schedule now. Um, over, overall, you guys' record so far is up five and six on the season. Um, but you guys uh, won your first round district game against Maysville. Just um, quickly give a summary of your guys' regular season and talk about the uh, Maysville game a little bit. 
Okay, regular season, we started out here at Lone Jack, and uh, we kind of outmatched them. We won fairly easily in that game. Second game, we went up to South Harrison. Uh, we played with them for the first half. The second half, they kind of ran away with it. Uh, we made a lot of mistakes still, had a young team. They didn't quite understand the system. So we kind of struggled there a little bit. We came back week three against Plattsburgh, and we beat them 36-0. Probably one of our better games of the season. We were kind of all together there, kind of found our identity and what we were doing. And the next week we had Lawson, and we lost to Lawson 10-6. to And that was a really good game. We kind of beat them on paper. We just didn't beat them on the scoreboard. We rushed for over 350 yards against a good Lawson defense. So we had a good game there. We just had a couple penalties and a couple issues in the red zone, so we didn't get get finished there. And then we went to East Buck, played them. Uh, I lost Luke, my quarterback, at the fourth quarter of the Lawson game. He broke his arm. So as we went to East Buck, we were trying to figure out who the quarterback was going to be. Uh, we tried Trent Taylor out a little bit, and then we ended up playing Tanner Rowe. Wasn't a really good game for us coming off the quarterback injury, and we kind of had a couple other injuries. So that game was rough for us. I don't know what the score was, 49 to 14 or 6 or something like that. So we had a rough loss there. Uh, we bounced back from that and we beat Lathrop by two touchdowns up at Lathrop, which was a good week for us. From there, we came back and we beat North Platte at our homecoming and won the tobacco stick there. We kind of played for a tobacco stick with North Platte. And then we lost to Penny and lost to Midbuck. And then we came back in the districts and beat Maysville 28-6. to So that's kind of where we stand right now. Well, Coach, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this week's matchup. Um, you just mentioned there that you guys were able to advance the districts uh, with a victory over Maysville. Now um, you get a rematch with uh, East Buchanan on the schedule. Um, Coach, just uh, what's on your scouting report as far as the Bulldogs, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Well, the Bulldogs are very big. I mean, their offense and defensive line are very big and strong, and they kind of overpowered us on the line of scrimmage the first time we played them. So much so that I decided that I wasn't going to make it through the whole season with that my D-line the way it was. So I moved Will Finke from linebacker down to D-line, so he ended up playing D-line the rest of the year for us. I moved Emmett Sullivan from linebacker to D-line, I moved Cameron Williams from linebacker to D-line. So I kind of increased our line speed a little bit. They weren't as big as the other guys I had, but I kind of figured out from the East Butt game that even though we had size, we were kind of slow in line of scrimmage, so that kind of changes our philosophy about defense. Uh, they have a great quarterback, Connor Mo- Musser is his name. I don't know how many yards he has, but that guy can sling the ball really well. He's 6'1", 155 pounds, and he's got a heck of an arm. And his main targets are Carson White, number eight, and Blake Ankle, number one. So those are the guys we got to stop on the, in the air. But uh, their rushing attack is really their strong point. They have Trevor Klein right now playing running back, a freshman kid who's been playing ever since the Penny game, I think, for them. He played against us and first time around. He is a great running back. I, I have no idea how many yards he has, but he's got to have quite a few. Their defense, their strong point on defense is their D-line and their linebackers. I mean, on the D-line, they got their 250, 285, 215, 195, 210. So they got some big D-linemen to get around. And then Blake Antle, number one, is the main linebacker we have to get through. And then their secondary is pretty strong, too, so... It's going to be tough sledding for us to try to run the ball in between the tackles. Um, we're going to have to use the philosophy to try to get outside of them a little bit. So we're going to run some jet sweeps and some tosses and so forth. And once we get them concerned about the outside, then we're going to try our way on the inside running the ball. And we're going to have to hit them on some play action because their D-backs do a very good job of filling on the run. So we're going to try to find some spots we can hit them on some play action. 
And on defense, we're just going to have to mix it up a little bit. And they match, they outmatch us on the D-line. They outmatch us on defense a little bit. So we can't just sit still and press and rely on strength to plug holes. So we're going to have to change up the fronts quite a bit, run a bunch of different fronts. We're going to have to blitz here or there and uh, show them different looks in the secondary, do our best to confuse them and try to use our speed to counteract their size and their strength. Well, uh, Coach Newstead, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast for the first time and talking about your uh, team and your and your kids. And um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday at East Buchanan. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach Jim Newstead of West Platte for joining the podcast for the very first time. Very, very much appreciated. Now, remember, as we've been talking about every single district here, the winner of these two games will take will face each other in the district championship game next Friday night. Until then. Take care, everybody.